Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chance. I'm your host, Bobby Sampson, and joined as always, my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you today, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? Hey, awesome, man. It's the beginning of spring. The days are getting longer, and I started to notice the cherry blossoms are starting to blossom, man. So uh, a beautiful time of the year, man. Um, started baseball season, you know, love hearing that. Slap yes. of the ball into the mid, you know, so it's all coming together. So hockey playoffs, and then you got NBA playoffs. Yeah, sure. NBA, if that's your bag. Um, I was never a big NBA fan myself, uh, but that's another day for another show. Um, WrestleMania, man, here we are. We're two weeks away. Um, it's pretty shaping up pretty nice. Both nights are starting to shape up. Uh, yeah, man, what, what, what's your take on it so far? Well, I guess we got to dive right into the big news, right? Uh, Cody Rhodes is supposedly going to show up at WrestleMania. Yeah. So. yeah. Now, we don't know what day that's going to be, unfortunately. Um, yeah. If it's going to be night one or night two. But I'm suspecting it's going to be a night two kind of thing, just based on the way the cards are looking right now. Uh, if I may, I'm just going to run down night one for us right away, just to kind of get do. an idea of what we have coming for the first night. Very interesting. Both women title matches are going to be on night one. So you're going to get, yeah. So you're going to have Charlotte versus um, Ronda. You're going to also get Becky versus Bianca Belair at that same night. Kevin Owens shows with Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be on that night. Uh, You got the tag team match of Dominic and Rey Mysterio going up against Logan Paul and The Miz. That's also for night one. And Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin as well is slated for that night. Also, Jay and Jay. I like that match, by the way. Yeah, no, 100%. That might be the sleeper match. Um, Jay be. and Jimmy will be defending their tag titles um, against Rick Boogs and uh, Shinsuke. So that's it's basically night one. I, I, I have a feeling that... Um, I have a feeling that we're going to get the women matches as bookends. I, I think Bianca and... Uh, Becky will start off the night with Charlotte and round Ronda rounding it up, pardon the pun. Um, So, you know, I think it's going to be that way. I thought initially maybe Stone Cold would be closing, but I don't see that case now. Speaking of that, that, what do you think is going to happen here? Is this going to be a match, a brawl? uh, This going to shit talk each other? What's going to go on here? What do you think? I think it's basically going to be a brawl. That's really it. I don't think it's going to be much of a match. It's going to be an interview. I don't even know if Stone Cold will say anything. He might just come down and just, you know, start throwing right away. Um, this past Monday on Raw, the show started with with Kevin Owens coming out in the skull cap in the 316. I don't give Kevin Owens credit for much, but that was great. No, that he's selling great. this, man. He's doing yeah, a great is. job. Yep. Phenomenal job of building this up without having Stone Cold there to build mm-hmm. it with him. I mean, he's doing a fantastic job on this, um, you know. Yes. Say, what you, say what you want to say about KO, man, but the guy is doing a great job. And, yes, you know, absolutely. I will I will say again, I think he is the best guy to work with Austin. Uh, he'll be the safest guy to work with for him. They both have the same style. It's not going to be a technical thing. It's not going no. to be, you know, much finesse involved. In the so, words of the great Jim Ross, it'll be an old-fashioned slobber knocker. Here you go, man. Let them go tooth and nail, as Gorilla Monsoon mm-hmm. used to say. Um, there we go. Uh, yeah, so that's basically night one there. It's gonna, you know, if we want to take a look at that a little bit more, you know, feel free. Um, 
So what do you what what matches stand out to you on night one that you're looking forward to the most for Bobby Sampson? Uh, for Bobby Sampson, honestly, I'm kind of interested in seeing where um, this this uh, Ronda Rousey Ronda Rousey Charlotte Flair match is going to be like. Um, I, I just really have high expectations for it. They've really sold it nicely, the both of them. Very different from the sell that's going on with Bianca and um, Becky. You know, at first I thought I'd be more excited for that match, but you know, as it's shaping up, I'm really excited to see how these two kind of do. Um, also, I'm also interested in the Happy Corbin against Drew McIntyre match. Um, what I like about that is the fact that Corbin hasn't been touched by him, you know, and he's done a great job. They've both done a great job of selling the story, uh, telling telling a great story here, actually, um, just avoiding him. So, you know, I think that build up that old school feel to it where, you know, you can't get your hands on the guy, he keeps avoiding you, and then you finally get him in the ring. So, you know, I, I'm kind of looking forward to that as well, just to see how it plays out, how much rage and, you know, what kind of storytelling is going to be told there, how the psychology is going to play out on that match. Um, Logan Paul versus The Miz, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting one. That could be good. It could be bad. It all depends on uh, how Logan performs in this one. You know, I'm not, I'm not too high on it per se. I think it'll be entertaining just because, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a decent boxer for what he is. So he's a fairly good athlete. I mean, I think it should be okay. Yeah, bet Bunny set the bar high though, man. He did. I'm not saying Logan Paul's going to do that kind of flipping, but he can do other kind of things. You know what I mean? Well, let's see what he does. Like I said, I, you can't say nothing until it actually happens. Is, right? Yeah, no, for sure. He's there. We're not. Yeah. You know, bottom line. So, you know, but we will be there one day. Hopefully we will, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 100%. So that's basically night one. How about you? What stands out for you? Uh, Corbin Match. I'm a big fan of Corbin. That's going to be great. Two big, tough dudes going at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited. I'm glad Corbin got a match. I wasn't sure if he'd even be on WrestleMania, so I'm glad he got a match. Over two nights, I think everyone could be able to get on this card. Yeah, and then, you know, Ronda and Charlotte's going to be a good match. Yeah, no, for sure. You know what? Sure. I, I, don't mind, I don't mind Logan Paul and Miz. It's a good, entertaining match. It is what it is. It's not going to be a show stealer, but I think it's going. Logan Paul might surprise you. We'll find out. Well, let's see what happens, man. Like I said, I mean, it's... Uh... And of course, Stone Cold and Owens, obviously, I'm excited to see Stone Cold back, of course. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I mean, he's, no one said it's a match. No one said it's just a straight interview. You know, obviously, something is going to happen. It's going to end with Owens getting the stunner and beer poured over him. I mean, if it ends any differently. Do you think Austin will show up on Raw before Mania or anything, or it's going to show up at Mania? Hard to say, you know. Um, I think at this point, He's best served. I think the segment will be best served with him just showing up at Mania. Yeah. I don't I don't think you need to sell it by having him come on to Raw. Yeah. Um, you know, right away. I, I just think it's one of those things that you just keep for Mania. I think you already gave enough away. Personally, I would have loved it just to have Owens be in the same kind of predicament that Seth is in right now and not have anything going on and force himself onto the show with the Kevin Owens show and, you know, putting down Texas, putting down everybody, you know, maybe, maybe have a couple guys come out, you know, like a Shawn Michaels or something, have him, you know, have his way with one of those guys or something. And then all of a sudden grass, glass crashes and out comes Stone Cold. I would have liked to have seen it that way, but I get it. You're trying to sell tickets. You're trying to get the event going. You know, you have to give a little bit of it away. I think that's all you need to give away. That's just my opinion. I, I don't think he needs to be on Raw on Monday. 
Yep. No, it's, it's good to have something to anticipate to wait for. So they give away so much, like you said, it's nice. You have to go order WrestleMania, watch it on the network and you're going to see Owens. You're going to see Cody Rhodes, right? Yeah. Or, sorry. Yeah. But we'll get to that in part two. Right. So, yeah. but before that, man, um, NXT is running a show right before that. Actually, before Mania starts, uh, I, I guess another takeover show or whatever they call them. And uh, it's it's an interesting card. I thought maybe we could just run over it really quick and, uh, you know, yeah. see if anything there stands out. Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker for the NXT Championship. Braun Breaker is Rick Steiner's son. Like um, yeah, Mandy Rose is going to be fighting against Cora Jade versus Io Shirai versus Kaylee Ray. Um, that looks like actually a really good match. I'm actually looking forward to that one. I am a big Eero Shir- um, Eero Shirai fan. I-, I love her. I think she's just absolutely amazing. She can fly. She, she- She's a great worker. Haley's yeah. amazing as well. I don't know if you've seen too much of her. Uh, most of her bit, work, yeah. A lot of her work has been done in the NXT UK um, brand. She was the women's yeah. champion there before she came over to NXT USA, I guess. Yeah. Um, North American championship ladder match you got carmelo hayes who's the champions against santo santos escobar versus grayson walker solo sikai who is the younger brother of the usos i didn't know that yeah and a kid roderick strong and cameron grimes so you got a you got that's a pretty interesting match here as well like um you know the way i'm looking at this one this looks better than night one <laughs> well media what do you, I'm gonna ask you then? What do you think of the new NXT look? Instead of the black and gold, I like it. A little um, more fun, more bright. I, I don't mind it at all. You know, I, I have nothing with the branding. I think it's fine. It, it pops. It, it's supposed to pop. Um, yeah. I mean, it's the evolution of the brand. I actually like what they're doing with the brand now. In a lot mm-hmm. of ways, it's actually what it was supposed to be. In my opinion, um, I loved it as it was before as well. I thought they were having amazing matches and whatnot. But you know what? In 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 light of AEW and all the other promotions kind of stepping up and all working together, I, I can understand why Vince made the change to the format of NXT to create it as a actual, you know, developmental. I like opposed, it. What do, you think to, about, what do you think about Dolph getting the bell? You think it's a slap in the face at emotion or get some more notoriety? How do you see it? I, I I personally thought it was a step backwards considering what the brand was trying to do. Um, you know, Dolph's been around for a long time, so I really don't see why they would have to put the strap on him. If anything, it makes him look weak. I guess maybe Dolph's looking at it this way. I don't know. I'm just guessing here that maybe he's thinking, well, if I take this title opportunity, I get a chance to wrestle. I'll get more matches. He's kind of getting lost in the shuffle there with Bobby Roode. You know what I mean? He wasn't always on SmackDown there. He wasn't always on Raw. You'd see him, you wouldn't see him this way. Now he's you're guaranteed he's guaranteed a match at least once a week on TV being the NXT champ, right? Well, no, 100 percent But dude's been around for you know, God, almost he's going on to close to 18 years now, almost, mm-hmm. I would think. I mean, starting off with the spirit squad and all that kind of stuff, and you know, outside of maybe one or two runs, in my opinion, you know, in my thinking, anyways. Um, I don't think the guy has ever been higher than a mid-card performer, anyways. No. I don't think like, so. Like he's been consistent. He's been in some major storylines. Um, you know, when when he won the championship, um, when he, when he was with John Cena against the 
the authority and whatnot you know those those were kind of his biggest moments in my opinion but other than that really he's just been more of a mid to lower top tier wrestler you know former for the well, company in my personal opinion i think that's exactly where he belongs don't get me wrong i love his look i love his in-ring ability but the bottom he's got some a little bit of charisma but the guy can't talk and he's just never been super over and so i think he is where he should be maybe not nxt champ but mid card is what dolph is and i hate no 100 yeah no no you're not no not at all man not just, to the top be a main event right yeah hey, 18 years in the fed is an amazing accomplishment yeah, no, 18 years of considering everyone being let go and that, you know, you're still there. That's that's awesome. And his you know, bank account is feeling just good after 18 years of this, you know what I mean? So no, he's done for all. sure. Yeah. For sure. You know, it just it just it, it doesn't make sense to me to put that title on him. I was surprised know? to see that. I, I was surprised. Yeah, it, it's almost like a step back. It's almost like a slap in the face of Triple H and those guys, you know, like what are you doing? Why would you put the belt on, you know? If you're going to do it due to someone who's only been in the company a couple of years or someone, if you're going to bring someone in from Raw, do it to, give it to Ricochet. Give it to someone like that, in my opinion. You, you know think I mean? it's their way of trying to get more eyeballs on NXT? Oh, wow. Dolph has the belt. Check it out. Maybe that's their strategy. I don't know. But that makes no sense considering what we said earlier about his strategy. I know that's what I'm saying. Is, I don't know right? what they're doing with it. Yeah. Um, but this card doesn't end. You got Tommaso Ciampa against Tony D'Angelo, which is uh, kind of interesting uh nxt tag team title match you got imperium against the creed brothers versus msk um all of, all these matches look really really good man i love imperium i love their style i love their gimmick um the very start and you know just mm. you know very rigid yeah I like european it. guys um don't know much about the creed brothers but msk was the former nxt champions before that they were kind of you know I guess they, they kind of remind me of the Hardys or something like that, kind of to that young sort of, yeah. box kind of style, kind of young feel to them. You know what I mean? So let's see what the future holds for those guys. Um, and then you got LA Knight against Gunther, formerly known as Walter, um, former NXT UK champion. This guy's a monster, man. This guy's oh, yeah. awesome. I really like him. Um, took a, he took a little bit of heat with the... Um, with the whole name change from Walter to Gunther due to the unfortunate history pieces that were involved with that name um, going back to World War II and whatnot. But hey, man, he's a good worker. I really like him. I, I think he will be NXT champion very soon. Yeah, I agree with you on that. So that that's basically what's going to start off the whole WrestleMania weekend. So you got about eight hours of wrestling on Saturday if you combine NXT with night one it's a lot of wrestling if you're a wrestling fan it's christmas for you well i mean you think about it you got the pre-show then you probably got this show which is about two hours long so you got three hours there now i don't know what time the show is running to be honest i was trying to look for it but it's running before mania starts so mania is yeah. probably going to start at five but the, the, they start at four because it's a four-hour show i don't know see that's the thing with the two nights now they don't need to do two, uh, you know, they can basically run two, three hour shows here. So on the weekend, we're looking at an average mania itself will be eight hours long over two nights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, and, and, and the mat and the, and the matches aren't, um, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're not so many matches on each part either. So, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm excited for is giving time to each of these matches. Which they will, yeah. I like Which that. will be great. You know, you're not going to get some quick matches, you know, maybe the Miz and Ray might be, the shortest match of that card maybe you know the corbin and, and and 
the Corbin and uh, Drew McIntyre might be the shortest match of that night. It might be, uh, you know, just to kind of see where they're going to go with it. But hey, man, let's get to night two. Um, night two is pretty bit more stacked, in my opinion. It is. Uh, you got AJ against Edge. Let's talk about that one. Edge turns heel. He's been doing a good job. I'm actually enjoying Edge as a heel right now. And he went really dark. It's a very different kind of Edge, a very different kind of heel Edge. Um, it's working. It's working really well, man. And, you know, AJ, man, that's going to be a fun match. That's going to be a great match. Right? It's a bucket list go, match. You going to open up night two with that one or what? I would um, – I'm looking at the card here right now. And to be fair, I think that would be the first one to kind of open it up with. Crowd right, refresh. Right, started off yeah. with a bang. Yeah, you know what? And these two guys are going to give it all they have, and everything is going to be. It's just, I. I have nothing but great expectations for this match. You know, I. I think the only way this match could fail is if these guys don't have the passion or the heart for it, which I, you know, highly, highly don't think that's the case. No, so gonna, these know. guys are going all out, man. They're mid to late forties now. They don't got many. Couldn't not a whole lot of these left at this at their peak. They got to go all out. They will. No. No, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, Pat McAfee against Austin Theory. I'm actually looking forward to this match. Just based on Me the too. work that McAfee did with Adam Cole in NXT. Um, you know, between him and Bad Bunny, those two guys really set the bar for anyone coming into the ring for the first time. You know, it's going to be a really fun match. On a separate note, I was reading a funny little tidbit on this. Uh, Austin Theory was talking about... Uh, working with Mr. McMahon, Vince McMahon. And uh, remember that one segment they had in the back where McMahon slapped him in the face? Did you see mm -hmm. that? Yep. So Ferry says, I didn't know he was going to slap me. He had oh, no he idea the slap was coming. Nice. I like that. Right? Yeah. So, you know, this is a little something for people to kind of... That's Vinnie Mac for likes to keep you on your toes. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, the Raw Tag Team title match is going to be on night two. RK Bro, uh, Randy Orton, and Matt Riddle going up against the Alpha Academy, Gable and uh, Otis against uh, the Street Profits. Uh, triple threat match here. What do you think? I almost have a feeling that they're going to put the straps on the Street Profits here. I think so too. It's going to be a great match. Three really good tag teams. I love, I love all three of those teams. So. I think Street Profits will take it, but you never know. But it's going to be a great match. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. Uh, women's tag team match, Carme Carmella versus uh, Carmella and Queen Zelina, champions, going up against Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley versus Naomi, Sasha Banks, Natalia, and Shayna Baszler. So from, from just a simple tag team match, you basically got a four-way dance here, man. What do you – Wow. Wow. I don't even know what to say about that. That's going to be an interesting match. What do you see happening here? I, I'm just looking at this right now, and I probably think that Naomi and um, Sasha are going to be the ones walking away with the belts on this one. I, I just have a feeling that's just the way it's going to play out. Natalia and Shayna haven't been together that long, which is kind of weird considering both Tamina and Natalia are on the same brand. So I don't understand why they wouldn't still be together considering they just held the titles themselves. But hey, yeah. what do I know? Um, Rhea, Ripley, Rhea Ripley and uh, Liv Morgan. I like the tag team, but I, I, don't, I, I don't get what they're doing with Rhea in the sense with, with that because 
First she was with uh, Nikki, now she's with uh, Liv. You know, just kind of working this tag team scene. So I'm kind of hoping after Mania they bring her back into the title picture because I think as a singles competitor, you know, she'd be amazing. I, I just think that she's kind of just kind of in purgatory right now waiting for that next opportunity. Her and Bianca would be a great feud. I would love to see that. I'd like well, to see be Bianca win the title and then kind of go into something with Rhea. They're both big girls. They're both strong women. Um, they both work really well. So, you know, it'd be a lot of fun matches there, I think. We probably, you're on to something. We probably will see that in the near future. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see where they kind of go with all this. I mean, um, you got Johnny Knoxville against Sami Zayn. That's a fun match. I'm looking forward to that. Both guys are entertaining. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Yeah, no, I think that's going to be a fun match as well. I don't have high expectations for a great work rate, but I think there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of plunder and a lot of uh, gimmicks being used here tonight for that match. Yeah. Just a good old-fashioned entertainment match. So a quick laugh, five minutes, Knoxville is something silly. Zane's entertaining as hell. It's, it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah, a little no. comedy relief, you know? I think so. I think that... Um, that, that that would be kind of your intermission match. I, I don't mean exactly. that in any disrespect or anything, but you know that that's kind of the match you can kind of miss or or you know just have a good laugh with. Then we go into the main event of WrestleMania: Brock Lesnar, Hell Cowboy, yeah. Cowboy Brock Lesnar, love Brock, it against the Tribal Chief himself, Roman Reigns, dude. What else can you ask for? That's going to close the show. Um, I'm loving Brock Lesnar. I've been saying this for a while. I'm, I'm glad Brock's not with Paul. I'm not putting Paul down. They were great. But now you're seeing more of a real-life Brock Lesnar to a point. And uh, I think it's great what he's doing. Some of his best work, as far as character goes, that I've ever seen him do. And it's fun. And um, it's going to be an awesome match. I like Reigns as the heel. It's, Brock's the face. I mean, this, they're going to tear the house down on this one. Yeah, it's going to be a really fun match. I know these guys have gone, you know, many times before, but it's always been the other way around. Roman's always been chasing Brock. You know, Roman mm -hmm. was always trying to be the face. And, you know, but Brock is still Brock, but he's fun. Yeah, I like it. You know, and, and, and what's really fun about him is that he's legitimately having fun. You could see it in his face. You know, and that's the beauty of it. Like, even on Friday with that whole forklift, uh, that was, wow. You know, that was like, great, by the way. That was that fun. Was that was really great. fun, dude. You know, so so I mean, you know, anytime you get a chance to walk, watch Brock Lesnar wrestle, you got to do it. He's a once in a lifetime athlete, and he's forty four now. So enjoy him while you can, because one of these days he won't be coming out, and you're going to be like, "Damn, I missed that guy." So watch it now. Have you ever seen him? Yeah, it's WrestleMania nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got to see him there, and then I also saw him just recently at uh, Royal Rumble nineteen. And then uh, I got to see him the night after at Raw as well. So, you know, most recently I got to see him in the last couple of years. Guy's a monster in person. Oh, dude, man. he's huge. The size of the guy's back. You don't realize how big these guys are until you actually see them in person. They're Oh, wow. This guy's Even big Roman's phenomenal. a big dude, man. Well, they're all big dudes, but Brock is just huge. His hands, everything. massive. Like, just in person. I don't think TV justice gives him the justice, man, to this oh. pure size, enormity of him. He's a scary athlete and one of the best athletes to ever get in the squared circle, if not the best athlete. Agile, flexible, endurance, strong. you know, strong. I mean, he's got it all, man. It's going to be a fun, fun match. Um, Who wins? 
I, I think you give it to Brock. I mean, the only time that I think Roman can lose would be at Mania. If he doesn't lose now, he's not going to lose till next year. So if Brock wins, let's just say he wins, who, who is his next few going to be with? It's, because they got to end the Reigns and Lesnar thing now, right? Well, I think that will bring us to where Mania is going. There's two more matches, people. I don't know where they're fitting in yet, but there are two more matches. I'll get to the lesser of the two with all due respect to the guys competing in those matches. Omos is going to probably have a match against Bobby Lashley, a returning Bobby Lashley. So that's going to be kind of an interesting one to see. I think that's just going to be a quick. You know what? I retract that. I don't know what to expect from that match. I don't know how that could go. That could go either way. That could be Bob. I think Omos, I think not going to let Omos crush him. Because Bobby's yeah, too the, Here's the deal on this, man. Here's how I look at it. You know, to answer your first question, the reasonable thing would have him go with uh, Lashley. Uh, yeah, that's some unfinished business. It has a bit of time now to have marinated and to kind of grow. And I think they can have a more natural storyline as opposed to kind of having that rush one going into the rumble. Um, you know, so so I don't know where this match is going to go because they've spent a lot of time building up Omas. Only to have him get destroyed by Bobby doesn't make he, sense he, he in order to... He's too big. He's a monster. You can't have him go down like that. Make well, him that's it. Well, that's it. But so how do you keep Bobby and him strong so you can have a few... I don't know. Maybe that's the next few... Interference? Somebody run in and do something? Something has to happen, right? I don't know. But who's going to interfere? You can't make either one of these guys look weak because they're freaks of nature, right? They're so strong. They're so big. You can't have them tear them down. So I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe it's some outside interference. Maybe Aziz comes down, Commander there. Well, I mean, he's been rolling with those guys too, so it's kind of interesting. I don't. It's weird too. I don't know if Omos is a face now, if he's still a heel, or I'm not sure. What he, he's a monster, dude. He's huge. What's yeah. he, in real life, like seven two, seven three. He's huge. He's something like that. Seven two, seven three. Yeah. Monster. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Which leads us to the other match that hasn't officially been announced, but is already being announced everywhere. So about two and a half, almost three weeks ago, Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, former AEW executive, in-ring talent, founder of that company, signed with the WWE for his return. Um, and if any people are listening to our podcast about a month ago, I said, I'm thinking Cody Rhodes uh, and Seth, and here we are. Here we are. We're here. Um, that being said, we won't know until that music hits. Might not, it could be it might not be happening. We could be wrong, but um, it all everything's pointing to Cody versus Seth. Um, I love, I love what Seth has been doing recently. I love the way they built this up. That slow build up to this match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know him becoming desperate, finding a way in. First going like up against Owen to last week, trying to get that spot. He lost. Went up against AJ to get that spot against Edge. He lost. Yeah. So the man is beside himself. We're going into the go-home show of Raw, which will be a lot of fun, I'm hoping. And, uh, you know, let's see where they play this out. So now, how are they going to do this? Is Corey just going to show up in the building and challenge somebody? How are they going to roll this out? I think it's basically going to happen the way I was kind of hoping the Owen segment would happen. 
And I think this is going to happen on night two. I don't know why, but I just feel it's a night two kind of thing. Um, you're basically, Seth will come out. He's going to try to interrupt the show. Where's my match? You know, I'm supposed to be on Mania. I'm the top dog, blah, 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 blah. He's going to go on and on. And then Cody's music will hit. He's going to come out and that will be your match. He he's, should not not, as, he's not coming no. out as Stardust. Uh, I think he's going to come out as Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Right? You know, with his wonderful neck tattoo. What do you think of that? You like it? It looks terrible. Doesn't suit him. No, it doesn't suit him. But um, yeah, he. I, I think he should not be on the go home show. You don't. You no. don't bring him up for that. You bring him out for 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 for, for night two. If anything, I think he might even open the show with that. You could. That'd be a huge opener. Go start the show with a bang, right? I think that'd be a good opener. That would. You know, if it's not Edge and AJ. I think that should be the opener. You know, night two starts, he comes out. No, you know what? I already missed night one. This is my night. I'm not leaving this ring until someone comes out here and, you know, we, we get it on or whatever he says or whatever. Ah, this is a silly little laugh. And everybody's and, saying um, he's going to be on the Raw brand, right? That's I believe that's what the consensus is, that he's going to end up on Raw. So, you know, they can continue this story and kind of go from there. But... Um, but I'm glad he came home. Um, I'm glad he came back to the big dance. So, no, welcome back, man. Yeah, let's see what he got here, man. Let's see what they pull off. It's going to be a fun night. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be get a... two, two, You got Cody, you got Stone Cold, so you got some surprises. You don't know what's going to happen. Great matches. So it's a fun, fun card. Yeah, the next two, the next two shows here, Monday and Friday, will kind of determine everything. And the Hall of Fame is on Friday night after SmackDown or before SmackDown. I'm not sure, but okay. it's on the same night. So it's going to be happening. You got the taker going in. Um, what if got... Vince McMahon introducing his first and supposedly only uh, superstar, which is cool. That's fun. That's going to be fun. Uh, you know, Vince is really well-spoken and, um, you know, it's it's going to be a really cool to see the taker go in there. Uh, Vader is going to be going into the Hall of Fame that night as well. Love it. Yeah, and then you also have Queen Charmel, Booker T's wife. <laughs> you know what they say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. I ain't going to say anything, but she was a good character, but she doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Well, I mean... You get it. Uh, what did she do? Well, she was a Nitro girl. Okay. Out of all the Nitro girls, her and Stacey Keebler are probably the most successful. Okay. Um... You know, she she did her whole thing as Queen Charmel. I get that. How long did that last? Uh, a couple of years, maybe a couple of year run. Here's but, the thing. But that being said, she's also done a lot of work with the promotion that she and um, Booker run out of Houston there. So, I mean, yeah, but that shouldn't qualify for a Hall, WWE Hall of Fame, right? I mean that it can be said for probably about a handful of other guys and girls. So that leads me to my point. What I was, what I'm going to say here: the WWE Hall of Fame. I mean, I get it; it's a work. Don't get me wrong; it's hard to compare to baseball, basketball, and hockey. They got the lowest standards. They're putting in anybody and everybody. Now they need to, they need to tighten it up a little bit. Hall of Fame means an elite. Charmel is not an elite. Um, It it, it just, it kind of cheapens it out a bit. To me, you're in, you're in Taker's hometown here, and you got Vince McMahon, the greatest mind in wrestling ever introducing you inducting you sorry that should be the only guy going in here 
make it that special. Oh my God, Vince is inducting Taker in Texas, where he's from. Just let one guy take her only. He's that special. Um, that's if how you I think would... about it. If you think about the rest of the people going in, you know, with all due respect to all of them, you know, it's very lean. It's all leading up just to take her. You know what I mean? That's my point. Maybe save Vader and Queen for the next year. Yeah. Vader yeah. deserves it. Don't get me wrong. Possibly. I love it. But here's what I was also thinking, though, Chance. I was thinking if you're not going, if you, if everyone's adamant of not having Charmel in there, that's fine. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Um, some, there are a lot of arguments to have her in. There's a lot of arguments to have her out. I think you and I are both leaning towards out, obviously. Nothing against the individual. I'm just looking no, at you, like you. Does, but I'm looking just... at the accomplishments and what the, what they actually brought to the industry and what they did for their time in the industry. Here's a question for you. If oh, I no. said to you before they announced Queen Charmel in the Hall of Fame, if I said to you, name 10 women that are in the Hall of Fame that should be in there, she would. I doubt she'd come up on that list. No, she didn't because I, I already did it in my head as soon as See? I heard that. I know, it's first like... name, The first name that came to my mind and it makes total sense with the taker going in. It's Michelle McCool. Yeah. She's not in. No. Right? And you could have the first husband and wife inducted on the same night. That'd be cool. Right? Uh, what was her? Layla. Layla was another person that I thought, you know, should should be in there as well. Her yeah. and Michelle McCool. You know what? Bring them in together. They cool. That'd be cool. Uh, Right. I mean, at, at one point they were the top of the division. They were running the show. They they were basically the faces of the women's division combined. So, you know, that that run they had together, I think that warrants. Uh, I mean, if we're going to put people on the Hall of Fame, that that would totally be them. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, who's introdu who's introducing uh, Vader? Have you heard? I haven't heard. I have not heard anything. You know, like I said, outside of. Outside of the taker and whatnot, I don't they, they haven't really said much, you know, like it's yeah, a pretty small class. Very considering, small class. right? I mean, it's it's almost like they only want to have the taker in there, but they gotta put a couple more people in there. To make it a show, yeah. Yeah, you know, the only person who ever got inducted by himself was I don't know. Andre. Well, did he? He was the first one to go in. Okay. Right, and I believe he was the only one that year that went in. Okay. Yeah, so you know when they started it off, they started it with Andre, and then from there it kind of built up to where it is today. Um, long event. gone, uh, yeah, long gone are the days of it just being an event of its own. Yeah. You know, so they they've kind of, you know, I guess they're making more use of the arena that they're in at the time and whatnot. But doing it after SmackDown, that's kind of interesting too. So. That maybe that that's why they kept it kind of late. Maybe I don't know. It's, it's I mean it's a maybe. huge weekend, right? I mean you got Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's a that's lot a of stuff running, man. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yep. No, that makes sense. That could be why they kept it thin, but right. I mean, if you think of WrestleMania week, Monday three hours, two hours plus the Hall of Fame. Let's say that's another three hours. That's six hours right there. Yeah. Then you got takeover. That's another three hours, including the pre-show. Where are we now? We're at nine hours, mm -hmm. right? Mania itself. I'm figuring they're going to keep it to about, you know, three hours, maybe a little later. I don't know. But let's yeah. say three hours there. You know, we're twelve hours in now, plus a pre-show. 
13 hours, add another four hours to that. Ten. Bro, by the end of this whole time, throwing Raw and NXT afterwards, we're looking at a close to 25 hours of wrestling starting Monday till the following Tuesday. Yeah, if you watch all the product that WWE's putting out, yeah. And then there's a UFC fight, and then there's boxing to be watched. I gotta love my life, man. <laughs> it's a great time right now for wrestling and boxing and MMA. It's a great time for it all, like man. You said April 7th, baseball's coming. I'm excited for that. So it's, uh, it's a great time of year. No, it's fun. I mean, like I said, I was walking by the park and I, you know, just, just listening to that sound of the ball hitting the mid, it just, just makes me happy. We've got to hit up a few baseball games this year, that's for sure. Definitely, man. we got to get down to Seattle, check out some of that. And you know what? The Canadians put on a great product, too. Yeah, I just want to say that. Nat Bailey Stadium, man. It's a good bang for your outdoor. If you guys haven't been to Nat Bailey Stadium, Vancouver Canadians, go down there because it's a beautiful ballpark. And And they got great food, too. Great food, great baseball. Yeah. Beautiful Vancouver. No, you can't go wrong. The backdrop for that stadium is beautiful. I love it in there. So, yeah, check it out, man. Um... So yeah, that's basically what's going on right now. Um, some names that I have not mentioned, Alexa Bliss doesn't appear on this card, um, which is interesting. So I don't know what they're doing with her. Um, there are Mad a lot Cap. of guys. Madcap. Yeah, well, I guess, you know what? I guess the Andre Memorial, which they haven't really announced, but I guess it's just... Uh, Put those guys in there. You know, that, that I'm sure everyone will get on the card here somehow, but... There's a yeah. lot of guys that aren't still on Mania, which is interesting. Considering it's two nights, I thought you'd have room for everyone. Maybe, like you said, the batter will put those leftover guys in there and let them go at it. I think that's what's going to happen on both sides. You're going to have the women's battle royal, and you're going to have the men's battle royal. So that will kind of put in everyone. Yeah. Um, Gable Stevenson's coming. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So Did he's, yet? Well, I think he he's basically done. He won his uh, NCAA championship, his national championship, yep. uh, took off his boots and left him in the middle of the ring there to signify that he is done his amateur wrestling career and he's ready to move on. Um, incidentally, his little brother, I believe, is, is also on NXT already. Is he? Yeah, that. yeah. I'm not sure what he goes by or not. I, I apologize. I just kind of saw that before we started quickly. Cool. But uh, Gable Stevenson was on with Ariel Halwani. Um, I think it was today or was it Monday? I'm not. I think it was Monday. He was on with him, and he was basically saying that um, sometime in April he's going to show up. And um, cool. I don't think he's going to start at NXT. I think he's going to go straight on to Raw. He's one of the guys that you can do that with. Yeah. yeah, I guess you can, right? I mean, you know, he he's going to be a little green, but you know what? If he, if he just stays himself and uh, works that way, I think you got the next version of Kurt Angle in the WWE. Absolutely. Uh, and he's a big boy, too. And, you know, he'd be someone fun to watch work with Hawk. That would both, be cool. Both guys are from uh, – both guys come from the same school. They have a history. They know each other. Um, Paul Heyman's huge on him. He loves him. Triple H loves him. So, you know, it's going to be kind of interesting to see what they do with him, how this kind of plays out. It's it's not often you got a guy coming in with that kind of fanfare. Um, I guess social media and the way the world operates today makes it easier. Yeah. For, for he's got all guys. the hype. Now he's got it. Now he's got to produce, which he will. But um, it's going to be fun. 
well, without seeing him work or anything like that, you know, it's going to be kind of interesting to see what they do with him or what kind of character he's going to be. So let's yeah. see where this goes, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, we're looking at the future here. Um, so that's basically all I got for right now, man. What do you got? I'm going to do, before we shut this baby down, I'm going to give you a chance as top five. What sure. is Bobby Sampson's top five favorite WrestleMania matches of all time, in your opinion? Your favorites. My top five WrestleMania matches of all time. Mm -hmm. um, I would have to say, because I was at these events, per se, um, Sean Undertaker 2 at WrestleMania 26, just the quality of the match, I didn't know. I still say 25 was better. Mm -hmm. But as a follow-up match, they did an amazing job. It was a lot of fun. Um, that That's probably one. I would also have to say Rock Hogan, just because I was in the crowd for that one, too. You lucky bastard. And, uh, you know, just being in the crowd, I won't say the match was great. You know, the match was nothing to write home about or anything, but what stands out was the electricity and that energy in the crowd. And that stare down they had, dude. You oh, that stare it. down, you know, but but that energy, it was thick. Like, you could literally put your hand in it and you could feel it. I mean... Owen and Rock, the two most famous wrestlers ever, bar none, right? No, for sure. I mean, that was really, really fun as well. Um, Hogan, Andre, obviously, just being a little kid and, you know, just seeing the magnitude of it all. I mean, 93,000 fans. It was just it was just something, again... The wasn't it Gorilla Wasn't it... What's that? The match itself wasn't great, but... You know, it was that energy that flowed. Wasn't it Gorilla Monsoon? Didn't he say the irresistible force meets the immovable object between 100%? He did, what man. Oh, yeah. That was the tagline of that match. Mm -hmm. Um, two more, yeah. Two more. I, you know, what I already know what my number one is. I'm just trying to think what number two could be for me. Brock versus Taker when the streak ended. Um, yeah. the reason I say that is because it came out of nowhere, no one suspected it. No. no one anticipated it, um, but it shows what level the Undertaker is on to to end the streak and to know who the person he wanted to have end the streak. You know what I mean? So just the way that all played out just shows that bad respect between the two of them, and um, that that was you know something special. My favorite number one match from WrestleMania of all time is Undertaker again versus Triple H, Hell in the Cell with Shawn Michaels as guest referee. I can watch this match every day. Um, I was talking about this today with someone else earlier. That match stands out as probably the best Mania match, in my opinion, just because between the three of those guys, the storytelling, the psychology that was shown in that match. You can watch that match without sound and and get everything you need from it, in my opinion. It's just the, the facial expressions, the energy, just the way they sold everything, you know, right to the minute they walked out and walked back into the curtain. It was It was just an amazing scene. It was just so fun to watch. So, so much fun. And the end of an era, too. And that's the thing. You know what I mean? If, if you're going to end the era, that's probably the best way to do it. And those guys did it the best. I mean, Sean crying in the corner, you know, and the, the verbal exchanges back and forth between the three of them, the super kick, the pedigree to Sean. You know what I mean? It's just like 
all three guys, man. It was so good. So good. Well, Triple H is one of the best workers to ever step in that ring, man. He's an amazing character and worker. Yeah, what about you, man? You you always give me the top five, so I'm going to... Bobby Sampson's top five. What are Chance Michaels' top five WrestleMania matches of all time? I know it's cliche to say, but uh, Steamboat and Macho. For sure. uh, And Hogan and Rock, because I'm a massive Hogan fan, especially Hollywood Hogan, my favorite version of him. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so tough. I'm going to have to say... Rock and Austin WrestleMania 19 only because I was there to see Austin's last match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I have to go with my boy HBK versus Razor ladder match mm-hmm. just because of the significance of that. Uh, so many good matches. And then number five, I'm going to have to say he's one of my favorites. Uh, Michael's Flair when Flair got retired there. It was a great match and the significance of it, the symbolism. Those are my five favorites. It's All hard right. to name. I love you. Right. Yeah. Right. You know well, what? Michael, that, old yeller out, out back yeah, of the wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. You know, that kind of takes me to a couple more matches here, if I may. I mean, yeah. we've already done it, but Brett Nolan to open up WrestleMania 10 was an amazing wrestling match. Mm. Bam Bam versus Lawrence Taylor. Yes. Was phenomenal. Same with Michael's, Michael's uh, Hearts Iron Man match. Yeah, man. I mean, shit, Brett and Stone Cold at 13. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, where do we stop? Yeah, exactly. But those are some of the ones that stand out to me, right? And I love Ricky yeah. Steamboat and Macho Man, too. So No, for sure. They were all great matches. But I think I'm, a lot of my memories were based on just the energies and stuff. You know, like, I don't think any of the matches... I mean, well, I guess the Hell in a Cell match itself was really good. But, mm. you know, the rest of them were all energy-based. Yeah. You know, the work rate they wasn't great. Feel, in them, but feel, right? Phenomenal. You know, it's a thinking about it now. I've watched Stone Cold's last match live, and I saw Shawn Michaels' last match live. Oh, you're lucky. I seen Stone Cold's last match. I didn't get to see Michaels. Wish yeah, I did. Man. No, definitely. Um, next time they come out this way, we got to definitely, you know, go check it out. Absolutely. You're going to be seeing them up in September in Edmonton, eh? Yeah, I'm going to Monday Raw, Flying Rain, so it should be fun. Very cool, man. Very cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, listen, uh, we want to say thank you to everyone for taking the time and energy for allowing us in your years i know you guys have a lot of choices out there and uh, it means a lot all your support means a lot everything you guys do by liking and listening you know gives us the energy and the will to carry on and and do great things uh, i can't say it right now but i can tell you we have some amazing stuff coming up in the next oh, yeah. month or so here so stand by for some of the uh for some of the things that we're going to have for you here. So when we have more confirmation on these details, we will share them with you and, uh, you know, look forward to it because we're looking forward to some of the stuff that we're working on behind the scenes here at Stamp and Chance. Um, we will be back at you guys later this week with a boxing edition of Stamp and Chance just to kind of touch base on what's going on. Uh, just to give you a little preview Word has it that Usyk is going to be leaving Ukraine to go train in Poland to have that AJ fight that everyone has been waiting for. Um, Unfortunately, Lomachenko is not going to be leaving Ukraine. He's going to stay behind, which basically puts that June 5th match um, on the back burner for him now. They've moved on from... George Camboso and his team have moved on. And now they're looking to get something done with Dave and Haney. 
So we, you know what, we'll talk about all that, but we just want yeah. to give you a little taste of what we are seeing and what's coming up. So with all that being said, thank you so much for all that you guys do. And thank you so much for listening to us. On behalf of myself, Bobby Sampson. And the words of the great ACDC, for those who download the podcast, we salute you. Thank you. Have a great night. Be safe. And in the words of my buddy, Mr. Iron Sheik, be humble. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.